welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to our live show here just outside of Seattle in South Bellevue. We have a gorgeous view of the Cascades. It's just stunning here from the studio. I've been sitting in this chair for maybe 14 years, approximately, something like that. We, we don't really know that we don't do the whole entire math. but um, Why but not? I know I really should, but it just seems like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so I just make a guesstimate, but looking at the mountains, um, you know, regularly when the skies are clear here in the Northwest is so stunning. So today we're going to be having a guest for the first half hour. We're going to have Stormy Gray. She's a professional astrologer. She's lovely. You should follow her on YouTube. She has Instagram. This is our third time, I believe, interviewing um, Stormy Gray. So she's fantastic. Welcome back to the show, um, Stormy. Yes, thank you for having me back. It's always so nice to get to pop in. Yay. No, thank you for doing that. We really, really appreciate it. So the sky's pretty active right now, correct? Oh, it is, and we are in Aries season, so we are all quite active right now as well. So it is, yeah, it is a, a busy time up in the heavens, but there's um, there's some sweet spots as well to help out. Wonderful. And, you know, I know some people who had kind of a crazy week last week, um, and I, I know that going forward, maybe that might be happening for others as well because Uranus, you know, the planet of transformation, and surprise is also very active right now. It is, and it's interesting because he's so full of all of that beautiful surprise and activity, but he's in a sign that does not prefer surprise and activity. And so <laughs> that hits each of us in that in that way. You know, we've had these places in our life where maybe we've been a little bit stuck or things have been slow or they've even just been the same. For a very long time, and as Uranus comes into this Tauran energy, it is um, unrooting the things that are there, and it, it can feel like a radical realignment from our personal lives to what we're experiencing in our societal structures as well. And so, we definitely can correlate these these tensions that are you know in place, and they have been for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, are you talking about that Uranus is in Taurus? That that yes. doesn't want that Taurus. Th- doesn't want that excitement. Yes, Taurus is a fixed sign. So it is like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to just do this forever. <laughs> yeah. And so, it, you know, so in those areas of our chart and in our lives, you know, we're like, no, I'll just do this forever. But Uranus is also an outer planet. So it doesn't just govern us personally. It governs us, governs us at the level of our society as well. So our society and the entire global stage is under this. Wow. But we're being uprooted. That's huge. That and, is is huge. And it's for like the next six years, you know, because it's a long transit, seven years. I, I don't remember exactly when Uranus moved from Aries to Taurus. Well, we got a little taste of it, like a little sneak peek in 2018. And people were like, oh, no, you know, and then they kind of backed <laughs> off and thought, OK, well, that was like a weird couple months. And then it officially made this move in 2019. And, you know, Uranus in Taurus in and of itself, it's the shakeup in this first little bit that it's here. But it's real challenge here in 2021 is the fact that um, it's squaring against Saturn. 
And Saturn is our big timekeeper, society, authority planet. So as these two um, square up against each other, they bring just absolutely irrevocable change for our entire society. I mean, I really wish that I could could just like see all of you guys to look you in your eyes and say, it's okay, hold on, we are in a huge time of change. And it's huge. It's just so big. Well, and then then Pluto's... Pluto's coming out of Capricorn at, at the same time. I mean, it, it's still got several more years. At the same time, that we're in this Uranus trans- transition, which is really interesting. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, Pluto is because he is still there in that energy of um, Capricorn. He's still continuing to dismantle some of the past, but also likes to kind of keep things in the tradition that they were. So the challenge that we see against the influence of Pluto is that Pluto has helped to expose the things in our homes and our lives that are actually toxic, right? Mm. They just, they don't fit here anymore. It's not toxic because like you're a toxic human. It's toxic because it doesn't line with Mm. the vibration of where we're going anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that everybody has been able to see that. I mean, whether you call it, oh, I had to get out of that terrible job or this relationship, or, oh, my God, why do I still have these pants? I haven't sat (laughs) in them in, like, five years. You know, like, whatever the level of toxicity has been, Pluto has helped to expose that. But then as Saturn and Uranus square against each other, what happens is is we see that we are not returning to things the way they were before. You know, it's so interesting because a lot of things have been brought to light globally, but, you know, Perhaps we'll just focus on the U.S. since most of our listeners are in the United States. And a lot of people are freaked out about all the things that have been brought to light. But they've always been there. You know, it's like they were mm-hmm. there um, all the time. But now they're so obvious and blatant. But it's really because they're disintegrating. They're dissolving. They're, they're go- they have to restructure. And that's why it's so obvious now. Absolutely. And Uranus, while he is uncomfortable in the energy of Taurus, Uranus is our planet of innovation, and it's a brilliant innovation. So in our Taurus places, how we make money, our ideas of food and home and shelter, and also our ideas around scarcity. Mm. Uranus is like, hey, those ideas don't work anymore. Let's try a different version. Let's Mm. try something that does work. So we are all you know, really getting to be in rapid response mode, but also it's like deepening this shift that we are having, that we have happening for us. It's really, but we are, I will say this, you guys, in between. We're in the in-between. We're Mm. in the passage, you know, because change is actually quite fabulous. It's Mm -hmm. the hallways (laughs) in between change that, and we're in a hallway right now, friends. Well, um, I can only imagine what some of the listeners are wondering is, when are we getting out of the hallway, you know? Yes. Well, I mean, what it, it's like that's, that's the perpetual question. <laughs> what I can tell you guys, though, from the astrology is that 2021 is our hallway year. And I think the sooner we make some peace with being that this year is about the hallway, um, we can move forward into 2022 with fresher eyes, fresher perspective, less tension and anxiety, because really in 2021, we've got to get this work done. There is no way we could just zip through this change and be to the other side. Half of us, I think, would just fall off the planet flatly, yeah. you know, you know, so right. in it. In it, though, I do want to say that Venus, because Venus is the ruling planet of Taurus, Venus plays a great role on the stage this year, and she's really representing um, 
a feminine principle, and that's not feminism or anything like that. It is a gentler, more receptive energy, and it is an energy of being able and willing to relate and relate to ourselves as new people, new beginnings. Mm, I love we that. Need that. That's oh, really beautiful. It. That's absolutely beautiful. Uh, that's really yeah. Beautiful. Did you yeah. know the, I know this is a weird question. Did you know the astrologer, Jeff Jarr? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I keep thinking, yeah, yeah, Jauer, yeah. I keep thinking Jauer. of him. I know he's passed, of course, but uh, I keep thinking of him while we're talking. He was a Taurus. I know that. So maybe he's in the studio today, you know, um, maybe a little grateful he's not here on earth in some way, you know, because things <laughs> are a little uh, cuckoo for uh, Cocoa Puffs, a, a little bit. So we're also having um, an, a new moon, like, any day now, correct? Yes, it will actually be on Sunday, and it should be at 22 degrees of Aries. And I will oh. tell you, I actually happen to think it is a fantastic new moon. I mean, the ruling planet of this moon is, first of all, it's happening in Aries, which is like, oh, yes, initiation, you know, entrepreneurship. But it's also giving really good energy to Jupiter, the sun, mm. Mercury. I mean, mm. it's really... These planets that can provide a little ease for us and a little clarity um, really get a nice light up. So, and we'll also have Venus actually in a square to that same Pluto energy, and so, that'll bring an intensity to the day. And I think it'll actually bring an intensity to the week. But the intensity is more about: Am I really feeling what I need to be feeling, and am I taking action on getting to the the truth? of maybe what's making me feel like I need to rage or deny or move away from what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so, yeah, it's a pretty nice, um, intense energy to pay attention to the body. Aries rules the head and the physical body. What's happening in your space? What's happening in anything that you consider a wound right now? Because you've got an opportunity on Sunday for a fresh start. Wow. Fresh eyes on that. Well, wow. yeah. I, I think that's a ve- what you just said is very cool about looking at the things that make you angry or frustrated or for everyone, because everyone has, you know, different things that really make them mad or disappointed with life. That's that's a huge opportunity. Yeah. And, wow. and Aries being such a p- profound energy of the self, I think that we're really in a time where we're being asked to surrender over and over and over again right now to this space of being fully human and discovering that self again and again and again. And that's a lot of layers when we're in a time where the entire globe is changing. How could we not not live out a full humanity in that? And some of that is, I don't like this. Some of that is, oh, I think I love this over here, you know? It's a, it's a vast range to be fully human. It is a vast range to be fully human. <laughs> that's so true. That's really true. Okay, so that's a big deal on Sunday. That's huge and significant. Um, what about the rest of the month? Um, in the terms rest of, of the changing? month, I really have to tell you guys, I love April um, because we we make it through the rest of the month, and then we get to the last couple days of the month, and Pluto will start us on our outer planet retrograde. So in the rest of April you got stuff you want to do. You've got things you would like to initiate or get started. Um, do them now. We have full forward motion of all of our planets right now. And when we get to April, we're going to start to experience some slowdowns. Or uh, May, excuse me. We're going to start to experience some slowdowns. And it will be time to review all of the things that we put into motion. So it is going to be, I think, in April, 
a day-by-day situation. Next week in the sky brings us a lot of sextiles. And when the planets have sex, that's good for us. Those are good ones. We need that. I love that you said that. When the planets have sex, it's good for us. That is adorable. Who's not a fan? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is, and it's because in, in a sextile, in case your listeners don't know, when a sextile happens, it creates a pocket of opportunity, mm. but then it's not just vibrating there. We actively take action on those opportunities because they're they're easy and energetically friendly, and they are, you know, so you get a week next week of a lot of energetically friendly energies. Now, it will depend on how you choose to engage them because sometimes an easy aspect is a really great place to complain. You have to be <laughs> mindful got to be mindful of what you're you're doing with it but it's a great time next week to really move your actions forward the presentations you need to do um and because there's a stronghold of solid saturn influence next week too the things that you do start now my friends have some long-term um weight to them that's phenomenal so the things you do now and next week or is it just next week um no all through april but this next week gets a little easier wow (laughs) So the things you do all through April have a long-term effect. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. They've got some really nice staying power. You know, if you needed to present something in front of like a VIP or someone who is in a, you know, position of power or something mm-hmm. like that, it's a great time to have these conversations because they will likely go a lot more smoothly. And okay. also, as you're doing things here in April, if you're finding I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, this new moon is great for helping you take an evaluation of where do I need to maybe pivot because I'm actually in the way, mm-hmm. right? So it's a it's a wonderful cycle here in, in April to really use it. But, oh, yeah, the, um, <laughs> the energies are there. And if we're in any version of denying what our needs are, uh, I think we're going to really feel it. I, I loved what you said, you know, when things are good, it, it sometimes people might complain and you don't want to drop your frequency. You know, you want to keep your energy elevated so that you can take advantage of all these great aspects. Absolutely. And I think that sometimes what happens in in my experience with my clients is we, we think that if I say I'm frustrated, I'm going to drop my vibration, right? As opposed to it's like, no, no, if you tell the truth about where you're at, you will free that energy to allow it to dissipate and raise your vibration. The truth has a vibration that is so high, you know, so it's like don't be afraid to be uncomfortable and say I'm uncomfortable, say this is overwhelming, or say, you know, I'm actually just living my best life right now. (laughs) That's fine, too. Like just what's the truth, I think, of where we're at so that we can sit with the fire of our own experience. So how long are these retrogrades? Because outer planets, you said, are going to retrograde beginning in May. So is that like through the rest of the year or? They will go from, we can start the retrograde kind of countdown from the end of April all the way until um, October. And it's the same. They retrograde the same number of months every year, nonstop. Mm -hmm. And outer planets work just below like the level of consciousness. So we're always kind of weaving in and out and up and down of their experience. Mm -hmm. But what I teach that we can really do to take advantage is do all the stuff now. We've got forward motion. Our personal planets besides Mercury are not retrograding this year. So it's like, yes, thank goodness. 
but you'll get that time to review it. Then you have four months to kind of put on the brakes and say, okay, I don't need to create a whole bunch of new stuff anymore. Now I can just look back over what I have done or what has been um, presented. Mm-hmm. And maybe and t- how wonderful. And tweak those things perhaps in that retrograde Absolutely. time period. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, all, we're, we're, we've got all of these new beginnings, whether or not you went out and created that new PowerPoint or you did whatever you did. We have all of these new energies on the table, even in a global perspective. So we have to, you know, trim the fat of those. <laughs> <laughs> we got to trim the fat. I mean, this is we're talking decades and decades of, of years of having a dominant idea in our culture and right. it's shifted or having dominant ideas in our homes and and the waves of those things are crashing now we have to trim the fat a little bit right and and honor ourselves and part of this has to do and I, I may not say this correctly that we move from more of an earth sign perception of vibration and we're moving into air signs um frequency correct absolutely so we move really from the body and the material plane earth signs govern us in the material plane like my house my money, my food, to the air signs who govern our ideas and the things that are happening above us, the electricity in our lives, which we can identify today as technology. That is a governing set of ideas that are coming in, but now we've got to find out how to intermingle an earth and an air sign, which traditionally they are not compatible energies, so they have to work much harder to understand how to work together. To create something we can live by but as they come together throughout history this is where we get whole new revolutionized eras in our lives think mm-hmm. back to the industrial revolution it changed us mm-hmm. yeah because you know, so we're, we're under that because this isn't going away it's going to stay for quite a while you know like a hundred years or something like that i believe yeah, yeah, it is zero percent um, going away. This is the, <laughs> the new, the new stuff, and and we are just not going to be able to rush it to happen. But you know, because I I do want to point out that I think some of the time that we need in this retrograde time, Marie, is that I do think we need time to grieve. Mm-hmm. Um, what mm-hmm. what was you know I will still hear people say when well, when we get back to normal, I'm like oh. Yeah, I think we need to evaluate what that is, because I do think that the people in places that go back to what it was before the pandemic happened will likely find a fair amount of failure. Wow, that's very fascinating. Well, because we know large companies are making decisions to not have their employees all return to work full time. You know, they, they don't need to pay for huge costs for parking garages and you know, huge buildings, keep those warm, have cafeteria staff there. And, you know, those things are leaving potentially there. They might be they might be rotating part of their staff into these large structures a couple times a week. But we're probably not going to go back to the, you know, let's be in the office nine to five like we have been. Yeah. That's so that's a huge change forever. It's huge. Yeah, it's a huge change. And I do think, I really do, I think by the time we come around 2020, between 24 and 26, um, I do think we will see a bit more of the vision of like what we saw before the pandemic. Mm. But we'll never work the same. And and I base that on just looking at the history of influenza. You know, right. we today it's like, okay, if you have the flu, please stay home, uh, get a shot, don't get a shot, whatever. 
you know, if that choice <laughs> is yours. But there were a first round of people. Our, our fellow humans went through the first round of that, and right. they avoided each other, and they were afraid, and they didn't understand, and it changed Well, they didn't have vaccines. They didn't have the they, science, right. you know. They right. eventually oh, wore God. masks, but not till you know, a few million people died, you know, so. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so we have the advantage of some tech and some of these other things, but we're still ultimately um, humans at the beginning of this experience. And so we've got to work out our feelings and work out all of this stuff. And then eventually, I think, you know, we'll peek out from under our little rocks <laughs> and um, get get back things. Mm-hmm. that we were able to do before unless you're in florida they're just living their best life right yeah. <laughs> or actually even in texas i saw something on instagram there was a huge stadium i think it was a baseball stadium it was a ranger game yeah a ranger they game opened up to full stadium yeah nobody's wearing a mask or Thirty-eight thousand people yeah i didn't see anyone wearing a mask in the picture yeah, i waving saw things around <laughs> yeah Sitting i know very close That's... together Boy. <laughs> And yeah. it's, it's so funny, though, because I, I do laugh. And so Texas listeners, like, I totally have your back. But I laugh right. because I I'm like, look, Texas is really going to do it. Like, I think they're going to leave one day. They're going to be like, you know yeah, what? they're going to try to leave the, the union. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they partially like, want that. Yeah, they partially yeah. want that. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, there was actually an interesting article in the New York Times about Seattle. And they said if everyone in the country had done what Seattle did, because we were hit first, so we locked down really quick and then we're very technical in our work environment. Yeah, it was so. our fault. <laughs> we opened the door. We have to shut it as quickly as right. we can. They said 300,000 less people would have died yeah. if everyone had done what Seattle mm-hmm. did. So, And see, you know why? This, this is where, too, even as we talk about it in yeah. spiritual communities, right? It's like, well, is that true? Or is it that in the United States we had lived at such a level of tex- toxicity Mm-hmm. in certain areas that our systems couldn't even handle what was coming. Because we look at this like from across the globe and, and different places true. handled it differently and true. they didn't see what we saw. So it's always, you see what I mean? I mean, yeah. gosh, you just even try and have like a like a, a discussion about it and it's like, well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> well, it's definitely complicated. There's no doubt about that. And we are lucky. Yeah. We have so much tech here. People can work from home, right? So we have a, a, a different type of system here that is pretty consistent um, and, and a different viewpoint, too, about what we have to do for each other. So not, not with everyone, but with some, you know, parts of the country. So, yeah, I, th- I think yeah. it's very, very fascinating and super interesting. And I, I, I think maybe you we're going to say this, maybe not. But I do think this was something that was fated in a way to happen. Not that it had to. Right. Like if we if humans expand their consciousness, we don't have to have contractual experiences. But that's not the easiest thing to do, especially when we're looking at global expansion of awareness. Um, Absolutely. Well, and I think if humans could just be out here expanding our consciousness, we'd probably just do it. But it seems like these contracts that we enter (laughs) are the fuel that powers us meeting our edge of the contract. Right. You know? I think it has a lot to do with we have different age groups of souls, too, that live on the planet. You know, we have really young souls and and then souls that have been around for a while and then really old souls. And so we see things so very differently and sometimes all of our souls don't really read the same memo, you know, or we, mm-hmm. we understand it very differently. And so we're working on that. How do we work together when we have a very different perception of reality, which is really yeah, interesting. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And we've got, this is 
one of the few times in history we've got the most amount of generations alive at the same time. Wow, so it I didn't is, know um, that. Yes. Oh, wow. we're just all here. And, I mean, we have got a great span <laughs> of thinking and ideas between a couple of these generations. Wow. So it's it, the, the global landscape is quite fascinating. I'm like, oh, look at the tap dance of humanity right now. <laughs> well, and I thank you, Stormy, for offering that place where you, you wish you could look at everyone in their eyes and say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I know this is hard, but it's going to be okay. I, I thank you for being a, a warm and sunny and beautiful light in the world for all of us. An ambassador to the stars. Yeah, exactly. Aww. Thank you so Boom. much. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for being yes. on the show. People can find you at, um, could you tell us where they can find you, all your places? Yes, you can find me on my website at stormygrace.com. I'm on YouTube and at stormygrace as well. And Twitter, Facebook, just all the things. Oh, my gosh. I feel like if there's a place, I probably even have a Tumblr that I don't really know about. <laughs> um, but it's going to be under Stormy Grace, really. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day in your part of the world. You too. Thank you, guys. Right. Bye. Yeah, thanks very much, Stormy, for joining the show. It's S-T-O-R-M-I-E. Thank you. Just let you and it's gracelast.com. Uh, so uh, open up the phone lines, 877-825-8828 for the show now. So get in while you can, and we'll be right back with more from Marie. Because you're a sky, because you're a sky full of stars. I'm going to give. So what does it mean to be financially free? Yeah, I would be too if I heard that. It also means that you are able to flow healthy energy into the balance regarding your wealth. And once you do this, your life will rarely, if ever, experience financial shortcomings. You will naturally save your cash when needed and spend resources at the perfect time, regardless of what you are purchasing. Discounts and healthy investment opportunities will effortlessly drift your way. You will also learn the art of dancing with the energy of money, so it may always be comfortable for you. If you don't believe me, well, here's one of the participants from the coaching program and what they experienced. I had just begun a new business, and in the span of eight weeks, uh, my client base was multiplied exponentially, and I have to thank Marie for all of that. So if you'd like to join this financial freedom coaching program, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. Also, a self-hypnosis meditation recording is included to enhance the learning process and rebuild healthy belief systems regarding finances. The Financial Freedom Coaching Program at energyintuitive.com. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. 
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Alternative Talk 1150. Talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Thank you, Stormy, again for being our guest on the show. So we're taking callers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're patiently waiting. Thank you for listening to Gracie and then waiting on the line for our Stormy. Stormy yeah. So sorry. I know. I, I, I wanted to do. <laughs> I love thing both earlier. of her names. You know, <laughs> like I love them both. Yeah. So yeah, it's S T O R M I E Grace dot com. If you want to check Thank her you. out, amazing lady. Yeah, she's lovely. We love having her. All right, so uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manucherry Show. We're going with our two-shot, Marie, so we both can say oh, hi. hi. Yay, hi. we're both. All right, <laughs> enough of that. Um, <laughs> Michelle from Maryland, welcome to the show. Hi, Marie. Hi, Benny. Hi, hi Michelle. How are you? I'm good. Great. What can I do for you? So I have been dying to know about my spirit guides. Okay. Well, you have 11. So okay. 11 spirit guides actually goes down to the number two when we look at numerology it's actually a very powerful uh, number 11 Uh, so it it says a lot about you like you're probably very aware you have a lot of consciousness if you don't recognize that about yourself I would definitely dive into the multi-sensory world as much as possible because it's going to be a great fit for you it also means you're good in partnership did you know that yeah oh great congratulations so happy for you so, yeah, because two is the sign of partnership. And so when you have 11 spirit guides, it means that partnership is good for you. Like you'll do better in partnership than perhaps when you're not in partnership. Um, <laughs> so you have 11 spirit guides. Yeah. Is there, is there like anything special that they want to say? Well, I always feel I'm communicating through the spirit guides. I will tell you when I look at your guide group, one of them is a male. It could be your primary guide. He's just standing in a place where I don't normally see primary guides, which occasionally happens. So typically when I look at the guide group, I see them standing either off to the side of one per, uh, of one side of a person or behind them. Your guides are kind of behind you, and then there's this kind of burly guy, like a beard, full head of hair. He's not me. super tall. It's not Vinny, but not Vinny me. is tall. He has a beard. <laughs> um, he, he has dark hair like Vinny does. And he's standing right next to you. And he's he's actually wearing, like, um, plaid. And, like, he's an outdoors outdoorsy person. So Like the brawny guy? Kind of from like, like the brawny the, guy. The paper towel guy? Yeah, a little bit younger, okay. but kind of like that. Our producer gets Jenny. Gets, Jenny yeah. Gets <laughs> and and he, so that tells me that being outside is also very important for you. However our guides show up, 
okay. in terms of what they look like, their gender, what they're doing is an indicator of things that are actually really good for you. So do you spend enough time outside? I try to because when I go outside, it, it makes me happy. Like my vibration goes up. Great. And but you during the pandemic, yeah. I've been um, taking my computer outside. And oh, that's like a when great it's idea. Warm. Do you have a dog? I do. Okay. He's so very do, old. Oh, yeah. So he Not probably doesn't walk well. very much, right? No. I mean, yeah. when I used to run with him all the yeah. time, and now it's even hard to get him go for a long of walk. Of course. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, make his joints any sore than they are right now. So be in the lookout for another dog, you know, whenever you're ready, because I think that's okay. Because I do see you. You're, you're so cute. I see you also. You like to relax. And so. Sometimes you don't want to be outside. I know when you get there, you're great, but you need more opportunities to be outside for sure and for longer periods of time. Okay. And, and not I, just I, that's what I figured. Yeah. And just not sitting there with your computer because that's really not technically good outside behavior. You know? Okay. I mean, it's good. I'm, I'm I'm not saying take that away, but when we're really outside, we're not on our phone, we're not on our computer, we're looking at nature, we're walking or hiking or gardening, you know what I mean? We're, yes. we're in that other earthly zone. So that's yes. what's really good for you. Okay. Okay? Yes. All right. Okay, thank you for calling in. We wish you a beautiful day. Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, Michelle, for joining us from uh, the Maryland area, 877-825-8828. A quick little history thing, too, about the uh, brawny guy. Oh, yeah, So sure. his name was Soli. He became the Soli guy. <laughs> Or the brawny guy when his father, artist John Soley, updated the packaging in 1980s. Interesting. Uh, he used his son's face, but he aged him. Oh, that's so All right, there we go. Trivia for the day. All right. <laughs> Way to go. All right. 877-825-8828. And now I have my Halloween outfit covered for this Oh, my year. gosh. Shouldn't it be so easy? Oh, yeah. Okay, I yeah. I just need a little more hair up top. <laughs> Jennifer's from Snoqualmie. Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, wait, uh, line three. That's April from Portland. Okay. Sorry, Jennifer. We'll get to you right afterwards. <laughs> April from Sorry, Portland. Sorry, April. <laughs> You're there, though. No, hi. Oops. Hi, April. How are you? This is, I'm good. This is my first time a friend has told me about you. So oh. when a great introduction to you with Stormy. Um, yeah, she's lovely. there were a lot of things she was talking about. Like, I was like, okay, this is why I'm thinking about all this stuff. Everybody's going through it right now. Yeah, so. everyone's going through it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what can I do for yeah. you? Well, I was calling because, I mean, um, and this is one of the things she kind of touched on, too. So mm -hmm. I've been kind of going through things like term by term, season by season. But I'm in a place now where some things I feel like are really falling into place. Good. Which is going to be, I mean, hopefully good stepping stones for where I need to get. Um, but I'm also, I mean, I think the main point that I'm calling is I feel like there's some um, my guides have been around, and I'm not getting the messages. <laughs> so, so I'm wondering if you, if there's anything specific that you can tell me about, or if there's any, just anything specific that you notice too. What yeah. do I need to know? <laughs> it's a really good question, actually. So I read your energy. You're taking in tons of, you know, light into the root, the third eye, the fourth, uh, the first. You have a tiny leak in your second chakra, but you know, everything looks really, really great. You really do need to spend more time in the multisensory perception aspect of life. You, you need to spend more time in the intuitive, magical, conscious place of it. Does that make sense? Kind of. <laughs> if you could explain it a little more, that'd be great. Okay, so more specifics, I guess. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. You're trying to understand life uh, through your logical it. mind. 
and you can't. I'm writing an article about this for my newsletter, um, which okay. will hopefully be out, you know, and uh, soon. I just realized when I need to have it out. We'll um, check with which our is writers. like soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, get going on that. Massive Marie. staff we have to work with. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can't really experience life to the level that you want to experience it by continuing to use your mind to decipher life that the intuitive aspect of life the logical mind is really for logical things like uh making sure i have water here uh, or mm-hmm. some something to drink while i'm on the air that i um uh, well, uh there's a million things that i look into the camera occasionally <laughs> and wave you know there's a whole bunch of things we have to do in the physical reality that require that beautiful cognizant of your mind and its logical reasoning but you cannot have the life that you ex- want with all the fulfillment that you desire from love, health, work fulfillment, you know, vacations and and spiritual consciousness through using your mind to decipher it. It's impossible to do it that way. So so you have to stop looking at things logically. You have to start looking at things from a magical, curious wonder. And and so that re- also means from my perception is resting more often in the lower half of your body. Leave your brain alone. Leave your heart chakra alone. That's because that's a whole nother story. But kind of resting in the pelvic floor or the abdominal area, even just like wiggling your toes from like moment to moment just to get you out of your head and in the lower half of your body and start to experience life from that perspective is Mm -hmm. huge. So that's what you stop trying to analyze from the mind. And I think the part that gets confusing for people is because the third eye is in the brain. But the third eye is like a television screen. It pro- projects the information that comes from the second layer of your auric field. It is, it, it is an intuitive tool, but it is not where the awareness comes from. It's where it's projected, whether it's auditory or visual or um, clairsentient. It, the, the, and that's another reason why you want to leave the brain as clear as possible or as quiet as possible so that you can actually witness the projection of your third eye. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why meditation is good for people, walking mm-hmm. in nature, taking long baths, resting. And resting does not mean watching TV. It means right. really resting. <laughs> you know, I was in bed last night and behind my house is a wetland and the frogs are crazy right now. They're just so fun. Yeah. So I just closed my laptop, opened up the window and just hung <laughs> out. It was heaven. It was absolute heaven. Okay. Perfect. All right. Good luck okay. with everything. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks, April, for joining us from the Portland area. 877-825-8828. And uh, did you communicate with the frogs? Oh, yeah. Did I love them. I do. You know, even when I walk, Charles, I can hear tree frogs in the neighborhood every once in a while. And I try to find them. But they're so tiny. We try to do that. Or we really? caught, we, well, we went on these little frog hunts all the time in Alaska. Aww. In the like, little ponds and stuff Aww. like that. We make, find little babies, you know, Aww. the egg sacs and stuff like that. It's super fun. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, I can't find them. And Charles is like, why aren't we walking? Because yeah. I'm like, no, there's a tree frog. Mom. I just want to see it. I just want to see its cute little face. But, yeah. We're busy over here. We're, yeah, Mom. We've Walk got me. four more cul-de-sacs to go yeah, through. Right. Like, I got to pee on everything. Wow. What are we doing? <laughs> So uh, I, I just want to let our audience know that um, my financial freedom coaching program mm-hmm. starts Wednesday next week, which is crazy. April's going so fast. April 14th through June 2nd. We only have four spots remaining in that class. So you want to go to energyintuitive.com. I think it's an it is. It's an eight week course. It's super fun. Um, a lot of people have gotten a lot of success from that course. It's normal to be wealthy. Let's just be clear about that. And then my energy healing coaching program, which doesn't start till June 7th. 
through August 30th. That's up also at energyintuitive.com. We only have four spots remaining in that um, class too as well. Um, so you kind of want to head over that. And I am f- working on creating um, a medium coaching program too. So we only talk about talking to dead people for many weeks. That should be super fun. Um, but I'm working on that right now. I'm writing it because I don't put up a class till I write it. I, I then let it get edited, but I put it up as soon as I finish writing it. But and I'm it's not, not as creepy as you think, it, talking to dead people. So it's so not It's perfectly normal. It's perfectly normal. Yeah. And actually, it's they're all happy. You know, sure. when you leave your body, you don't have to, like, pay taxes, don't eat have to drag food. it around anymore. Right. Uh, you know, you don't freedom. have to argue with your relatives, you know, or your well, neighbors. Maybe. You might. Maybe. Oh, unless I, there's a barbecue I don't know. in the sky. <laughs> no, you actually don't because you can see everything. You can see, uh-huh. oh, that's why he talks to me that way. Mm. Oh, that happened because of that <laughs> lifetime in, in, the, in the fourth century, and he was a— uh, a soldier and and so when i bring up anything that's argumentative he just goes back oh it's not personal yeah so it's very different when you're talking to people on the other side it's a really cool experience so i'm working on that coaching program perfect perfect all right so now we will take jennifer calling okay, from snoqualmie jennifer. hi jennifer sorry about that no worries at all hello nice i love hearing your voice jennifer i know who she I is i love so. yours too <laughs> so what can i do for you <laughs> So I'm actually calling for my sister today. Oh, so, really? You know, my, my, yes, I am. Well, I know the whole family. I know the whole family. Yes, yes. yes. Little sister, so big it's, sis. It's the little sis. Little sis. Okay. okay. Just, all right. We had a beautiful baby in December, Yay. and we're all just so in love with her. Oh, congratulations. She, Thank you. It's brought a lot of joy, and it's been fun because this is the first baby in our family that I didn't actually give birth to, so it's so much fun for yeah, me. Yeah, Jennifer's already, You. I mean, you have a lot of kids. It's a great aunt. You have yeah. a beautiful family. It's really Thank lovely, you. but I'm so happy you get to join it from afar. I know Mariam felt yes. that way. Yes. Jennifer grew up with my kids. Oh, great. So yes. that's how I know her. And so, yes. so we, we know about the baby counts in our families, which is lovely. So what's happening? Um, what can I do for your baby sister? So she just, so her daughter mm-hmm. seems to have some troubles with her tummy. Mm-hmm. She's definitely a fussy baby and she doesn't nap. And those are okay. things that I dealt with a little bit with one of my three kids at some point probably, but she just seems to have it at an elevated level. And my, my sister doesn't really know what to do with it. She gets ideas from a bunch of different people that take her in all different directions and she just doesn't really know what to do with it and so I try to be encouraging but I don't I don't I don't really know what to help well actually you do know you're really great at at holistic remedies by the way and that's what the baby needs the baby's very sensitive you can have her reach out to Mina Maria Mina or Misha have been and I think Mariam too they give their even their infants like um, probiotics that are recommended for infants and they give them other things because all of their kids have had tummy issues too so that would be fine but here's part of the culprit your baby sister runs very high phonetic energy she's a type a person agreed yes So the baby is actually responding to part of that energy. Mm. So we need to get mom to calm down because the baby's neurological system, this baby is is probably going to be similar to mom potentially. I don't know for sure, but the baby doesn't need any more high intense energy. So we need to get mom to relax. And mom is not a very relaxing person, in my opinion. I don't, you know, obviously I don't get to hang out with her like I did when she was young, very young. But um, so she needs to learn to relax. She needs to learn to meditate. She needs to take more naps. 
because children pick up on our energy. That's how they learn to calibrate their own subatomical particles. Okay. Dad okay. is actually more relaxed from what yeah. I can see. He's more chill. And, yeah. and so we, we need to have mom get more chill too. So mom needs lots of probiotics herself and, okay. and more um, like rhodiola would be great if it's, if it's okay when breastfeeding. I don't know all the rules for the herbs when it comes to breastfeeding. Okay. I know you can figure those things out because you already know all that. Um, yeah. But rhodiola would be great for her or licorice teas, anything to get mom to relax. Okay. So that's what's happening. They're kind of playing off each other's energy. But, okay. but the baby's energy is learning how to calibrate um, its frequency. And we don't want it to calibrate in type A because type A actually no. is not healthy. No. It, yeah. It's not no, sustainable for long periods yeah. of time, right? Yes. It's just not. Yes. So that's, Especially that's, in high stress times. Like right. right so. Like right now. Right. Yes. And, and actually, okay. this could be a time where people can power down. Mm-hmm. You know, pe- more people are working for home. More people can go for walks. They can eat home-cooked meals. Yeah. It's, this can be a time where people can learn to relax. Okay. I love it. Okay. Thank but, you so and, much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And, and reach out to Mina or Misha because I know they're doing, they both had to do things for their kids' tummies. I just don't okay. remember all the things they chose. So Perfect. Okay. I will let her know that. Thank okay. you so you're much. You're welcome. I'll yes, I'll see you tonight online <laughs> at our class. Okay, thank yes. you, Jennifer. Love to you and your family. Awesome. Thanks, Jennifer, for calling in from the Snoqualmie area. 877-825-8828 is the number. And let's do this. We will grab, uh, looks like Debbie. Debbie's calling in from South Dakota. So, uh, hi, Debbie. Hi. Hi, Debbie. How are you? Good. Great. What can I do for you? Yes, um, I have an almost 82-year-old stepfather that lives with me now after oh, my mom passed. Very nice of you, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very. Oh, and, I couldn't have it any other I way. I know. <laughs> He's so lucky. He's so, so lucky. Because when I look at your vibe for him, it's so genuine. You're so relaxed about it. I mean, you're just a natural nurturer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You like I've it. A lot of- I've had a lot of practice at it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, I can tell you a lot of that practice came from previous lifetimes. So it's not just from this lifetime. You have a natural affinity for caring for others. It's really lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, so my question is, uh, he was just recently diagnosed with grade three male sarcoma, Uh um, which is a cancer of the smooth muscle. I understand you have experience with um, uh, oncology. I was an oncology nurse at at a local hospital, yes. Yes, yes. So we're just trying to get... Um, a bearing on this little sucker because it's aggressive. Right. Um, it can be aggressive right. and it shows up its angry head at weird places of the body. And so we're just, you know, wanting to see if there's anything we need to hone in on. Um, uh, we recently had a PET scan in March and it showed that there could be something questionable in the mesentery. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but not. So I'm assuming. Sure. I'm assuming at this time you're not doing conventional treatment, correct? Well, no, because we're still great. trying to figure out where all this angry beast is. You <laughs> and, know? and I think it's really uh, great that you're not, because because when, sometimes, and this is just my perception from working in the hospital, and partially my belief system too. Yep, when you Sometimes yep. when you reach a certain age, doing a lot, and and it depends on the person. Everyone gets to make their own choices, but doing a lot of really harmful drugs. I don't think is helpful. I just don't. I mean, it, it, palliatively, if there's pain, I totally can see that. 
But so, sometimes people can live a healthy and normal lifespan with a disease in their body without putting a lot of chemicals in their body. The chemicals could actually cause more problems. So I have an idea. This is his third cancer. So the first one was in 85. Then he had lymphoma in 2017. Mm -hmm. My mom nursed him through all of that and was in remission. And then now this decided to show its angry head in December. So we, we know that your stepdad, just from the history that you told me, we know that he doesn't feel his emotions very well and he doesn't express them. And so he develops cancer to, because of it. That's just that's just the yeah. reality, right, for him. Yeah. I'm not saying that's yeah. true for everyone, yeah. but that's definitely yeah. for him. There's this yeah. wonderful tea. It was created by a nurse, and it helps with cancer, and it's a tea. Mm. So I don't remember the name of it because I don't remember names. That's it's just the way it is. Um, it's really okay. great for my clients. I don't think about them or worry about them, which is actually good for me and them because I can't even remember their names. So um, <laughs> if you could write into energyintuitive.com and say, we're listening to the show. What's that tea? Then my assistant, Jen, can send you a link to it. And let's get him started on this wonderful tea that actually helps with cancer. Developed by a nurse about 50 years ago, I think. I don't know for sure the timetable. Um, But it's been very effective for a lot of people that I know. Okay. Okay? Well, yeah, no, sounds great. And here's the other thing, if your stepfather's open to it, because he's not going to go to therapy. I mean, I just, he's not going to do it. He might, but I don't think so. How about a punching bag in the garage? He doesn't have to, like, go hardcore at it. But if he could just start screaming every once in a while, like in the shower, go punch the punching bag for, like, five to ten minutes once a day in the garage, then he doesn't have to develop cancers to get the anger out of his body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and that's why he loves working out. Oh, okay. so he's he, he's a spry, almost eighty-two-year-old yeah. um, man. I mean, yeah. he I mean, he walks every day, weather permitting, at least three miles. Right. Um, so that helps too with his emotions. It really helps, but he needs to like <laughs> scream. If he could scream. <laughs> That would be great. Can't keep that things might be bottled up. Because we we live in an apartment, so that might be difficult. Oh, but go. maybe on his walk. Scream and walk. Yeah, maybe on his walk, <laughs> we looking around when no one's there, just <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one I've, I've practiced. <laughs> I've practiced over the years. I think it's an important. Healing. Charles, it's my turn now. Yeah. to bark. It's my <laughs> it's, turn to bark a, now. It's a healing <laughs> modality, I think, a very powerful one. But I have I have a good feeling for him, you know, and I I think it's good. great you haven't done any, you know. Um, modern Nothing. medicine techniques right yeah. now. I don't no, think it's a good choice. Modern yet yeah. at this point. Like I said, we're still trying to figure out where, you know, everything all is and yeah. if it's all if it's all leiomyosarcoma related too. Well let's let's try um, this tea and see before he has another scan um okay. if it makes any changes or differences from him. Because what we want is we want him to just be happy and be as active as he possibly can for as long as he wants to live here on the planet, right? Right, right, right. Well, so far, um, his new oncologist, him and I, we're all in the same way, which helps. You know, we're trying to we're trying to render him NED without any, you know, negative. I think it's great. Side effects. I think it's great. You know, affecting his quality of life. Yeah, I love that. That makes me very happy. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. Have a beautiful day. Give him a hug from us. I will. Thank okay. you very much. You're welcome. Have a good day. Yeah, thanks for joining the show. 877-825-8828 is the number. If you haven't written it down for probably next time. We're getting short on time here. Uh-oh. We have time maybe, I know, for one more. Okay. And it's going to be Jasmine calling in from California. Hi, Jasmine. 
Hi there. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you great, okay. Jasmine. What can I, I do for you? I had a thyroidectomy at the end of January. You had a what? I'm sorry. Thyroidectomy. They removed my thyroid. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. And they put me on generic liver thyroxine, and that didn't really work well. So then then the endocrinologist put me on a supposedly cleaner pill Mm -hmm. that has less filler and less um, dyes and chemicals. Right. I'm doing a a bit better, but... I feel like, and I'm on like what they call 63 micrograms of lever thyroxine, uh-huh. but my energy is still not regulated. So here's I, what I'm, I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Because, oh, well, and you live in California. That's perfect. You need to go see a naturopath. Because naturopaths can order modern medicine. They are doctors. They can't order things like chemotherapy and Schedule two drugs, but they can order thyroid medication and cardiac medication. They can do it all. But the beautiful thing about naturopathic medicine is they can also give you herbs to support things that your thyroid can't do for you anymore. So I think you should go find a great naturopath. Ask around when you've heard someone's name more than once and people say lovely things about that person. Go make an appointment. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, and do you see me getting better? I'm getting Oh, yeah. No, no. You're, you're going to get better. You're totally going to get better. But I want you to know that this is about speaking your truth. And you are, and you can disagree with me, but I think you're a highly compromising person. I don't believe you like to create waves. Speaking one's truth sometimes makes waves. And you have to get more comfortable in expressing what you think or feel or what you want or what you desire, regardless of how anyone is going to respond to you. Okay. That's going to be your work. All right. Does that make sense? I think so. I think I I do speak up though when I'm when I'm pissed off at people. I, but that... but speaking your truth is not waiting till you're mad, right? Okay. Speaking your truth is saying who you are and what you need all the time, having an awareness of what that is and expressing it. By the time you wait till you're angry, that's very different. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Thank you very you're much. You're welcome. But you are going to feel better. Just a couple more months. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks very much, Jasmine, for joining the show. And Marie, that unfortunately is going to do it for us. Dang it. I know. Dang it. But let's give out some information about you and the upcoming event. Well, you can always uh, follow me on Mm -hmm. Instagram. That's really fun. Mm -hmm. We put up videos. We put videos on all kinds of things. Of course, I do have a Facebook page, and I do tweet. Uh, So you can always do that. LinkedIn, um, all those fun places. But Well, you've been quiet on the tweeting because our 45th president is no longer there. Well, yeah, we I mean, I, don't, I, mean right. I don't tweet about <laughs> politics anymore, which is great. Sorry, <laughs> I still tweet, but not about this politics true, anymore. Right. Hardly. I actually did I do something the other I day. Know. I didn't really tweet. I just, I did actually <laughs> yell at, um, I think it was uh, Georgia. Or no, it was, it was uh, Delta Airlines. Oh. I did. And also uh, someone oh else. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, Here I it did. goes. I did actually say, okay, I'm not going to fly Delta. <laughs> and I'm going to try to find another 1-800 number for my AT&T if they continue to pay for... Uh, you know, yeah. certain things in Georgia. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but so apparently I'm, I am still a little feisty there in the political area on Twitter. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We wish you a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Bye-bye.